Today, we took a moment to reflect on Season 1 of Spirit Road. We talked about lessons learned and where we'd like to go from here. We're excited to be having new conversations to share with you and to continue to learn and grow with this community that has been such a huge part of our journey the last year. To contact myself or Lori, you can email us at spiritroadpodcast at gmail.com. Welcome to Awkwardly Zen Presents Spirit Road, a podcast about our spiritual journey where we can be awkwardly ourselves. It's a path that can be funny, absurd, enlightening, and life-changing all at the same time. Join us as we explore this mysterious world and life we live in. I'm Tim Behrens. I'm Laurie Hewitt. And And this this is Spirit Road. Road. to start with kind of where Spirit Road is and what our thoughts are about moving forward with Spirit Road. Okay. We've been on a little bit of a break the last few weeks here. And so we kind of had a season season one, if you will, of our podcast. And it's been so fun doing that with you. And now where do we go? You know, how do we want this to move forward and still be fun for us? and helpful for listeners. Yeah, I guess that is the the question. I mean, we had an opportunity to meet a lot of really wonderful people yeah. in season one. I'm doing that with quotes <laughs> and, and and really learn more about what's going on in the community. And then mm-hmm. in, in any journey, there comes that point of like, well, where do we, what do we do with this? Where do we go next? Yeah. Spirit Road 2.0. <laughs> now yeah. what? I think we've talked about it in the past of opening it up and having conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, we have them all the time and we get to the end of our discussion and you go, damn, we should have recorded that. <laughs> so, and maybe that's what we're looking for now is having all these interesting people come and just talk mm-hmm. about uh, any topic. Doesn't really matter. What would you say? If you have any takeaways, um, even thinking about podcasting as a format or just the conversations that we have, do you, what, do you have any takeaways that, that you have brought with you from season one? Well, I'm, I'm thinking about that. I mean, I really liked season one. I think mm-hmm. if I could go back and change anything, it would be that we had less of an interview format maybe and more of a just a conversation format. But I think... I know for me, I was learning along the way and didn't quite know kind of how to do it any other way Mm -hmm. because the people we were bringing in, I wanted them to really share their path and services that they offer. And the only way I knew how to do that was more of a question answer kind of way. I think there are other ways to do that. I think in those moments, I didn't quite know what that was. Mm -hmm. You know, this whole past year has really been about, for me at least, kind of learning about the process of how podcasts work and what makes sense and what makes good ones. Yeah, the conversational element is huge. I I think one takeaway that I had this this journey that we've been on is this um, this feeling that when you hit a record button and that little red red light comes on, there is something that shifts for people. This idea that we have to be 
perfect in what we're presenting, uh, that there has to always be a flow, that we have to be directed and interesting. And, and the moment those ideas come in, it's almost like you're standing in your own way. There isn't a flow because you're right. observing your thoughts as you go and, and you're, you're turning things over and say, did I say that right? Is that interesting? Am I following my curiosity or am I sticking to a script? Right. All of these things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would agree. Yeah. There is something about that little recording button that kind of intimidates me, mm-hmm. <laughs> at least for the most part. Yeah. And I think, I think a, a goal or an ideal that I would have would be some of the, as you said, some of the best conversations we've had have been when we hit stop. Yeah. And, exactly. and then people just feel comfortable. They let out this, you know, this sigh of relief, this breath. And, and, and then suddenly we're just friends hanging out, talking about things that feel interesting to us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is, you know, we have that, that group now with Valerie, that a gathering of psychics that we meet mm-hmm. is just for us, just to have a group of us get together and just chat once a month. I mean, that's so fun. And I guess that would be sort of the environment that I'd like to have for our podcast now. It's just that easy flow, just, hey, what are we talking about today mm-hmm. or whatever? However, the conversation starts, just roll with it because we never know where we're going and what's going to be said. Right. It's, it's really been wonderful for me to be in this community of practitioners mm-hmm. to get a sense for what these folks are like when they're not on, when the record button is 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 not on oh, to to hear the humanness in their journey mm-hmm. to know uh even even the value in talking with you to know that in your practice there's always that voice of doubt that comes in and it's like and, and yeah. part of the part of the practice is working with that internal critic to say how can i um allow that to exist but get out of my own way enough that these messages come through and that i can be present for the people that i'm practicing with exactly yeah yeah, yeah. exactly Right. And just hearing from those other folks of how they do that, you know, and Mm -hmm. and how they process those things and keep moving forward then with what they're doing. Right. And then to know that every journey has had its pitfalls, too, that every single person out there who has some form of spiritual practice has also gone through the doubt and the struggle and the, the business just learning the ins and outs and what works and what doesn't work. And I've been on this journey of how, how do I trust myself? How do I, how do I mm-hmm. find faith in my own abilities? How do I allow that light to shine in the world without questioning it myself? All of these things that I think are, yeah, yeah feel very validating to me in my own journey, just to know that people who I admire and respect have all been there and that exactly. they can relate to that. Right. And continue. I mean, I, I still deal with that, you know, on a pretty regular basis and find the ways of getting through it and moving forward and still doing the readings for folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, those fantastical things that we're encountering now <laughs> So, with the whole interstellar component right. of it now. It, it's like that just gets more and more amazing to me. And some days I step back and think, are we just having a group hallucination here? Are we all just in this fantasy <laughs> land that we're all supporting one another in? It's like, sometimes it just doesn't seem, it, I know it's real. And sometimes it doesn't seem real. It's like, what the hell? 
That's an interesting thing too. Yeah, even as we're reflecting here, I'd be curious, and I could share some thoughts on this as well, but how would you say as a community things have evolved over the last year that we've been doing this? Like, have you have you seen the progression or seen the themes as they've evolved? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it, especially in, in relation to the interstellar world, that wasn't even mentioned when we started. And now I've seen that incredible growth of it once it was introduced as a concept, as a possibility. And what amazes me is the number of people who are interested, who've had experiences and who continue to come to our our monthly group, support group around it, that it's so much more prevalent than I guess I really ever thought it was. To me, it was like something I shared with a couple of friends here and there. And it was always that one line across into, you know, into being kind of considered crazy. And I wasn't sure I wanted to share that openly. And now to find that, oh no, there's lots of us who are having these experiences and it is a real thing. And I think because our culture is still so fearful and it's still seen as something that people either making up or it's not true or whatever. I I think it keeps people quiet. And now I feel like it's opening up and that there's more discussion, there's more acceptance, there's more interactions that are happening. So that just amazes me that 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 is the case. And that on those days where I'm not quite sure about all of this, that that's what reminds me that, okay, I'm not alone in this. You know, there are lots of people, we're all having similar experiences and it helps me to feel um, supported then. And like, I'm not so strange after all. Sure. That's, that would be the progression for me, I think, is that I do believe that all of these themes and ideas, even with interstellars have existed for quite some time, but there hasn't been a space or a forum for people to openly talk about it and acknowledge that. And as we have in these monthly, you know, weekly Mm -hmm. groups, people are finding a little bit more courage and maybe, maybe not always relating to what's being shared, but just Mm -hmm. in relating to this idea that we can be in a community where it's safe to talk about those experiences and acknowledge that we don't always know what they mean. And And even when we aren't finding commonalities between them, well, I shouldn't say that. I mean, I think there are commonalities. We we can see, even for someone who, who believes in messages from interstellars, those messages are not dramatically different from someone who is on a spiritual path or someone like myself who is acknowledged having a kundalini awakening or whatever, that there's this relationship to spirit that really is part of our growth and our opening up to our connectedness and that those messages are pretty similar. Mm-hmm. And that, and even to define a community doesn't necessarily have to mean that we have a shared belief or understanding. It's more just we have a shared openness and willingness to be able to support and discuss and say this is this is a safe or a safer space, I guess. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I think it gives people that place to come and hear other people's experiences. And then when they're comfortable, share their own. And like you say, without the fear of being judged or told they're wrong or something, because, you know, you come to these groups and it's like, say whatever you want, because it's okay. It's valid for you in the moment. And that's what counts. Yeah. 
and that it is real. And there are, you know, souls are having experiences in these other life forms in other dimensions and other places that we just don't have that much awareness of in this third dimension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just fascinating to me. Yeah, so, me too. Yeah. I think as I reflect on on this last year, another thing that comes up for me is we've had a lot of discussions about paradigms yeah. and this idea of that we have rules and agreements that we all live by and we take them to be reality because they're accepted and they're mm-hmm. uh, green means go, red means stop, all of these these basic things, but but they really are more agreements than something that is set in stone. Um, And as we start to discuss and share these fantastical experiences, metaphysical experiences that we've had, we can start to see as a community that our paradigm is shifting. It's like, how much more can I allow myself to be open to the idea that what I've experienced as reality doesn't fully encompass what's actually going on? Or as I can start to see the connectedness, can I start to integrate that into my experience in a way where it's not something that feels fantastical. It's just the experience of living, of of being a spirit, having a human experience. Right. Well, and I think too, in this past year, what comes up for me as you're saying that is kind of what is reality anyway? And what is the nature of reality? It's like in this 3D world that that I live in, I perceive it as one thing. And my sense is it's actually something so much more than I understand, you know, and there's so much more to it than we can perceive right now in this physical reality. And mm-hmm. that excites me. It's like, it's like, how do I shift out of this illusion that I'm in and thinking that everything's solid when perhaps everything isn't? And how do I shift so I can begin to really, truly see that? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I've kind of always thought about that, but I think in this past year with the folks we've, we've met up with and the different groups we've had, um, it's been more and more kind of, wow. Yeah. There's so much more than I really even can begin to understand or comprehend in this moment. Yeah. So that brings, it almost feels like another theme emerging too, because we will hear similar topics that come up for people who are new to the discussions and and often those topics revolve around surrender mm-hmm. faith trusting intuition letting go all of these things that would suggest that on some level maybe it's not the intended purpose of this life or this experience that we're all sharing to know that right. maybe maybe some of the point of it is is that we don't and that gives us as spirit an opportunity to exist in a place of learning trust, learning resilience and overcoming and all of these things that if you did know, you couldn't experience, right? Because there would there would just be the right. knowing. There right. wouldn't be leaps of faith and there wouldn't be overcoming right. and not understanding right. and questioning and right. finding modalities that work for you. All of those things just couldn't exist without the right. not knowing. I know for me, it's a, it's about, and I I explored this a few years ago. It's about being comfortable in the not knowing and Mm -hmm. staying open to curiosity, which then for me means letting go of that need of the illusion of control (laughs) that Mm -hmm. I somehow have any control over anything that's happening. I know I can make choices and decisions, 
And ultimately my life goes better if I stay in that space of not knowing with that curiosity and allow spirit, my soul, whatever you want to call it to guide me, then things unfold in the way that they need to in the moment that they need to. And that I don't have to try to force it or have some control over it or manage it in some way. It's a gentler way of living Mm. and trying to find that space where I can begin to do that more is sort of my goal for this next year is like, how do I do that? I have moments and then it's right back to, oh, it's okay. I got it. I can control this. I can manage this. What would you say, what's been a key point in that journey for you? Like what's something that's helped you to be more in that space? I know this is kind of cliche, but for me, it's, it's really about meditation. Okay. It's really about sitting every day for however long and letting go of that control, quieting my mind as much as humanly possible and being in that space and just allowing and feeling that spaciousness that starts to open up when I'm meditating and that feeling of connection with something larger than myself that I know is in charge, you know, that does help and does guide us all the time. And for me, it's making that commitment to really meditate on a real regular basis Mm. every day. I'm reading a book right now uh, by Pima Chodron, Mm. Start Where You Are, A Guide to Compassionate Living. And really enjoy this idea of, uh, and it is about meditation and some of this these basis of being present and, and maybe letting go of that illusion of control a little bit. And the thing I love about it is, you know, a, a simple meditation is that being with your breath and then and then just noticing when thoughts come up and without judgment or without harshness or feeling like you're doing something wrong just to be in the practice of labeling it thinking. Yeah. And and the more that you can label, the more you can create some separation between that the story that's being told right. and the observer who is seeing the story. And the more we can recognize that we are constantly telling stories with our thinking that that we we can create enough space to let something else in. And maybe that is the trust, maybe that's the peace mm-hmm. of presence of being in the moment. And then also find yeah, finding that that's really where the messages and the understandings come through. It's like, if I can let go of the stories, maybe there's something bigger going on here. Or maybe there's something more simple going on, which is just that idea that can we be with our consciousness and our awareness in a way is like, it's not about what's coming next, or it's not about what where these fears are have taken you or are leading you or whatever it is. It's just about being... Yeah. Someone in one yeah. of our discussions said that, you know, we are human beings. Can we, can right. we be, can we just be yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. Right. And, yeah. and I love that. And I've, again, I, I think I've experienced moments of those. They're moments, you yeah. know, and then I think we're just hardwired then to have all that other stuff come flooding back in. And so for me, it's been also learning about dropping judgment because that's the other thing is I'll judge myself really harshly. Like, Oh, thought we learned this now here we are again you know and and dropping that and just kind of laughing at it having that awareness and then releasing it and not again i think judgment for me is also somewhat about control just really trying to somehow be in charge of everything yeah 
Yeah, control and wanting things to be different. Because uh-huh. I, I know that's the hardest thing for me is when I when I meditate and all of those stories do come up that um, I find myself desiring the peace and the stillness and all of those things. And then even that's a thought, right? Like, so now I'm thinking something else. I'm telling a different story and that story is, well, you're not doing it right. And and that sends me off on a whole other line of thinking. And so, yeah, this I love that the gentleness of like, we just keep returning to our breath over and over again, labeling it, thinking and being gentle and kind and compassionate. Yeah. And like you say, maybe even finding the humor in that. Because if I listen to the thoughts that go through my head constantly, just that swirl, it can get, it can be kind of funny sometimes, just how um, how much I overthink things. <laughs> so. Well, and how ridiculous sometimes the thoughts actually are. It's like really, I'm thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So yeah, I think being able, like you say, take that step back and see the humor in it. Of well, let's see where this thought's going to take us because, but then we can't. For me, it's hard then to stay in that observer role. Because then I find I'm too caught up in the story that's unwinding at that point. <laughs> right. It's a journey. Yeah. And I, I guess that's part of the gift of being human is having that awareness and also having ways of stepping out of it a little bit. Right. And not yeah. overthinking. And even in that sense, kind of bringing that back to our original point of like, that feels like maybe our goal and our intention for season two is to not overthink things and just allow ourselves to be with what is right. Um, yes. Just have some conversations, see what comes yeah. up and, and hope that there will be people out there that it resonates for, and that will continue to bring us in, in, in line with them and just connect and yeah. converse. And Yeah. And trust me, we have no trouble having conversations and all the people we know don't have any trouble at all having conversations <laughs> for hours. So right. I think it'll be exciting and pretty fun to do that, actually. Well, on that thought and that note, I'd just say, yeah, that I'm looking forward to uh, seeing where we go from here. Yes, me too. How exciting. 